Hi, this is Michelle. This is Gail. Welcome to Audible Clutter. It's after midnight on Christmas. Um, Gail's been checking on NORAD, but we're actually not going to talk the NORAD Santa Tracker. Mm-hmm. We're actually not going to talk about Christmas because we know that's difficult for some people. Yes. So instead, we're going to talk about something else that's difficult for some people. Yes, which is the latest Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Gail is a huge Star Wars fan, and we haven't been podcasting since there was a Star Wars movie's release, so this is actually... Uh, first yes for the podcast isn't it yes it is yes it is yeah yeah because it's been two years since last jedi since last jedi yeah which we like better than some people yes because it was very cinemagraphic the cinematography was amazing it was it actually had these really great movie moments and i know everybody's like ooh, jj abrams and Ryan johnson is <laughs> but but yeah the the a really big picture movie moments were kind of missing in the latest one. In the latest in the, one. In the okay. Rise of Skywalker. There will be massive spoilers, but you're used to this by now, so. Yes, plus it's been out for five days and probably most people have seen it. Yeah, so this is your warning. There are massive spoilers upcoming, so. There you go. There you go. So, Gail's been a Star Wars fan from day one. Yes, because when I was... 10 years old in 1977 my fifth grade class went to see Star Wars A New Hope which I mean that was that is to me just still Star Wars actually that's a pretty cool class field trip yeah I don't know how that <laughs> going to see a movie was a field trip but it was and science it's science it's science that's what it is yeah. <laughs> um, or no actually I guess it's history because Star Wars is in a galaxy long, 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 long far, ago, far, far, far away. away. <laughs> so, <laughs> history. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, fifth grade had a very, very low bar for field trips. We could, <laughs> we went on a lot of field trips. Oh, that's cool. But that was one of the best of the ones. Mm. So, yeah. So, ever since then, I've been a huge Star Wars fan, although <sighs> I refused to go see Return of the Jedi when it, when it came out because... Susan Day came to class the day after it came out. I guess it must have come out in the middle of a week or something, and told us all the plot. And so then I refused to go see it because I already knew what happened. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. But I did, well, I did finally see it. I just didn't see it when it first came out in, what was that, 83? Yeah. Did you wait until they re-released it? Yeah, or? I think so. I remember going to see that with a bunch of people from the theater. That yes. was kind of fun going to see it in a large group, actually. Yes, it was. Yeah. Star Wars is a group experience. It is, yeah. Star Wars is a group experience. Yeah. Or a good movie date. Yes. Unless, of course, your movie date kind of thinks Star Wars is gross. Yeah, that was a problem with us for a while because <laughs> Michelle always said, Ooh, Star Wars, gross. So, yeah, but then they let Ray fly the Millennial Falcon. Yes. And did. I was so in. Because mm-hmm. my favorite Star Wars character is the Millennial Falcon. <laughs> Period. Uh, end of conversation. And who can argue with that? Yeah, yeah. I have a Millennial Falcon shirt. Maybe two. Um, because my favorite character in Star Wars is a Millennial Falcon. Because who doesn't want that ship? Everyone obviously wants that ship. Yep. That ship is obviously the star. Granted, <laughs> it's not in all of the movies, but it's in... It's All in of, six of them. It's in six of them, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And those other three don't really count, I think. Well, we didn't see the... We saw the very 
first one. Yeah, pod racing was the best thing. Yeah, I don't know if we saw the second one. I know we didn't see the third. Yeah, I knew how it ended. Yeah. Plus, they didn't CGI the freaking. They didn't CGI. They CGI Yoda. Yes, they stopped they Yoda being a pup. Apparently, Warner Herzog, and this is kind of fascinating because we haven't watched The Mandalorian yet, but um, apparently, Warner Herzog told them not to be cowards because they were going to CGI Baby Yoda and to actually use the freaking puppet. Yeah. And so, puppets are amazing. I mean, Yoda, the difference between <laughs> Yoda in the first set of movies and Yoda, where Yoda flippies around and does. I mean, that was just not a convincing Yoda for me. No. <laughs> when he did the flippy lightsaber thing. And I could see Yoda flippy lightsabering him, but he was obviously missing an aspect of personality that a puppeteer brings. Yeah. Frank Oz yeah. was Yoda. Yoda. Yeah. So. Frank Oz was so many people Yoda and Miss Piggy. Yeah. And Fozzie, right? Yeah. And that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it really is. Gives. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've got a puppet, if you've got a talented puppeteer, use them. It brings a, a level of humanity that is just missing in CGI. Yeah. Hand-drawn animation can be phenom- is phenomenal. CGI mm-hmm. is not always a solution, and also CGI tends to look dated. It's really rare that you don't that you see a movie where the CGI holds up. That's true. I mean, ten years later, you go, why? Uh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the 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 technology will have completely changed. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually kind of curious about the Baby Yoda thing because Baby Yoda's everywhere. I mean, yes. it's not technically Baby Yoda, but it's apparently Baby of Yoda's speech. I know way too much about the Mandalorian. It's not Baby Yoda? I don't think so. Because oh, okay. apparently, like, the Yoda species is so long-lived that, like, in the uh, in the three movies that were the middle three released where Anakin goes dark. The prequel. Yeah. The prequels. That Yoda is Yoda. Mm-hmm. But apparently because of how Yoda's species live, that Yoda's like an eighteen year old punk. <laughs> okay. yeah. Which yeah. makes some degree of sense. It does, yeah. Yeah. Um oh I also read something on Twitter that said this this, this last the uh, Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. was didn't play into any of the Japanese samurai visuals that yeah. The other Star Wars movies were so fond of because Lucas was very fond of that. He drew inspiration from, like, The Hidden Fortress, which was a Kurosawa movie we mm-hmm. have to watch. And yeah, there was just the. There wasn't like. It, there were no stunning moments in the. There weren't. There weren't any big space battles. No. There weren't. There was never a time when one ship ran into another. <laughs> I mean, you never got scope. No, you didn't. Well, honestly, I've been off J.J. Abrams since... I'm a huge Star Trek fan. We are a Star Wars, Star Trek split in this household. Because mm-hmm. I always wanted to grow up to be Captain Kirk. Because who wouldn't? Because Enterprise. Enterprise and Millennial Falcon. I love spaceships. <laughs> okay? And space probes. I tear up about Voyager occasionally. Although the first mm-hmm. Star Wars, Star Trek movie where Voyager came back was just god-awful. Yes. Now, I love Star Trek, and that movie was god-awful. They made Bones and Spock uninteresting. I do not get, while I'm on a Star Trek ramble, why people go Bones and or um, Spock and Kirk slash fiction when it should, when obviously Bones and Spock had the relationship and Kirk was just kind of the person they were trying to keep alive together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, so, me and spaceships. We'll go back to you and Star Wars. 
Oh, right. J.J. Abrams Jim. completely fucked up the Yohora Spock Yes. relationship in his Star Wars movies. I was so looking forward to Star that, Trek but movies. Yeah, Star Trek movies. But there's no way you don't date subordinates, you don't date students. It completely changed Jahora's character from a strong independent woman to someone who date a teacher, which is uh, yeah. And also completely wrecks Spock's character. So yes. uh, JJ Abrams for that. Um I'm not fond of romance. I'm even less fond of romance in a warped power dynamic. Which isn't romance. That no, is not. not romance. It's not romance. It's... That is abuse of power. Yes. Um. So, anyway, we're not huge J.J. Abrams fans. We didn't buy into no. a whole lot of stuff that he's done. He did Lost. Was he? Is this was his claim to fame? Was this the ticket he rode to? I'm the best storyteller in the universe, and so give me the Star Wars movies. I don't know. Oh, apparently Daisy Ridley likes him. Um. No, the first... The first um, Star Wars movie in this trilogy, the uh, Force, uh, the Force Awakens. Yeah, he that was a good movie. That was a good movie. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I enjoy. Oh right, he does light flowers. Um, yeah, that was well. Ray got in the Falcon. I mean, all the characters were good, and then things kind of unwound during the second movie because but Rose was a great character. Yes, she was. There's there's too many arcs in these movies. This is yes, the problem. That's the problem. They have too, too much many going on. Characters and arcs and they added in so much stuff. And it's just there's too much going on for the movie to be a manageable storytelling experience. And we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna tell you which arcs should go. Hi, we're back. Um so let's talk about one thing that JJ Abrams did get right in um the Rise of Skywalker, which is he did not try to CGI in Princess Leia. He, there was, like, I think they said six minutes of unused film from Last Jedi, and he, he just said, no, we're not going to try to do some sort of CGI thing. We're going to use this and this footage that we have and go from there. So, yeah, there was no weird CGI Leia around, which is good. And also got to find out that she was a Jedi Master, which hadn't been really said before, but makes a whole lot of sense. No, although there is stuff that we haven't, there is content that we have not consumed. Right. <laughs> I, there are a couple of books, apparently, that yeah. uh, that go with that and I don't remember their names at the moment but But there was a cool article that laid out all the Leia character arc yeah which was huge I mean she was just in everything all the time and she was the total badass yes and actually did Jedi training and yeah did policy and diplomacy and And military everything and got the guy. So, yep. Yes. And if Carrie Fisher hadn't died, apparently this was supposed to be her movie. Mm. So. <sighs> but they didn't try to replace Carrie Fisher. And they didn't try to CGI her in. So that's good. Yes. Properly respectful. Yes. So. But other than that, 
Um, yeah, J.J. Abrams got so many things wrong. And yeah, there wasn't a huge scope. There wasn't the, there wasn't the, uh, you didn't see them jump into hyperspace. Except yeah, when they were doing that light speed skipping, light speed skipping thing that set the Millennial Falcon on fire. <sighs> but then you got the wonderful bit between Ray and Poe of, my ship's on fire. What are you doing? Yes. What have you done to my droid? What did you do to my ship? What did you do to my droid? So, yes, Ray, Finn, and Poe have excellent chemistry together. Yes, they really do. And the little bit when the three of them and Chewie were on the ship together... That was that that was peak Star Wars right there. Yeah. And then they sent them all off different places. Right. And that was a mistake because mm-hmm. Kylo I honestly think that Kylo Ren is unnecessary to the story. And they just should have picked a villain. And they just should have tied Leia in with Luke and the Force and not forced the second I mean, there should have been a there should have been a Ben Solo story and a Ray story. But they didn't, they weren't together, it wasn't, it was like, they didn't need to be together. It was like parallel tracks, but they weren't perfectly parallel. They just kept grinding against each other as they were forced to interact. Mm-hmm. It would have been one thing if like, they had a flashback scene where they had had a forced connection as kids or something, or, or something. even if they had been twins or something. Or cousins or, or anything. anything. <laughs> But it's just really the stories just ground against each other and they took time away from each other and you couldn't tell either one effectively. And then losing a major character and having to tell a different take on a story. It just it didn't work. It just didn't work. And all the Finn and Poe and Ray stuff came so naturally mm-hmm. and the droids. And then there was Kylo Ren. And the only reason real seemed to be was so people could have somebody to drool over. I mean, I will give Adam Driver credit. You saw when he was Ben Solo and had stopped being Kylo Ren. There was a huge change. He's obviously yes. a good actor. Yeah. He but, was completely he was obviously playing a completely different person. Yeah, but Kylo Ren is like in my personal cinematic history, the most annoying character <laughs> I have ever experienced because he's just useless and he's just there to be the whiny cis white emo dude. Yeah. And it's aggravating. And then the kiss. Oh god, I'm sitting there thinking, why did they throw this in a movie that's got all this Finn and Poe and Ray and the Millennial Falcon? And then they um did the 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 Jedi Knight thing where his body disappeared and Princess Leia's body disappeared and or, or General Leia's body disappeared and because I'm gay I thought oh well maybe she was animating him and brought him up from the ditch and so Ray kissed General Leia I'm okay with that I'll just close my eyes and fast forward through it on the DV on the Blu-ray mm-hmm. but yeah it was just uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Unnecessary. It was, this isn't a romance, Ray. And then she kind of just went on, and that was the best thing. It's like, yes. oh, good, the whiny boys. He's got closure. He got the closure he needed. He's dead. Somebody on Twitter's talking about how they wanted him to atone, and it's like, and no. somebody else was saying he's a war criminal. He just randomly killed people, and he shouldn't. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to be saved. People tried to save him. He killed his father for fuck's sake. Um, there's no coming back from that. No. I mean, well, 
you can do things well, but you always have the scar. Yeah. And so I thought his mom <clears throat> yeeted, somebody said he yeeted himself out of the pit. He is obviously the son of Han Solo. And I'm like, no. Mm. I thought, no. No, no. That, was just, that was all Leia. Yeah. That's, that's the story in our household, darn it. Yep. Um, the closure was obviously for him. And then Ray went back to the joy that was connecting with actual friends after her lonely existence and mm-hmm. having an identity that was just Ray. And I really think that, that the whole claiming the Skywalker name at the end was unnecessary too. I think it would have been fine if she had echoed what she told the girl and she was just Ray while yeah. Luke and Leia looked on as Force <clears throat> Ghosts. <clears throat> but I mean, there was the, the Ben Solo Redemption arc one was stupid and two and then the Ray identity arc those are not things that are compatible in I mean it's two separate three movie things yeah they they could have easily been they they just tried to put too much in and yeah Kylo you Ren had to lose one of those characters to make it that. work yeah. And you don't lose. I mean, they finally there was a cool girl who was flying the Millennial Falcon. So I'm Team Ray, and yeah. Kylo was just it was just. Ugh. And then there was a really well written article about how Disney is setting back women because Kylo Ren is obviously an abuser and he physically abuses um, right. Ray and assaults her by taking. Uh, necklace off of her to find mm-hmm. out her location and does he just basically stalks her and this is also all true it is. it's a bad story it's, it's a, a bad arc it's it's a it's, it's bad it's, relationship and he's a, he is just a bad person and doesn't deserve to have that sort of well, it's not a matter of whether he deserves it's, it or not. It's just not good storytelling. It's really not good storytelling. I mean, he's he's such a parody. I mean, as mm-hmm. much of a parody as Darth Vader was. Yeah, he's at least more. he was human. Mm-hmm. Kylo Ren is just somebody's idea of. It's there's no. He was obviously built. To be a plot point and not a person. Yes. I mean, the stuff he does does not come naturally. He's there to throw tantrums. I mean, he's a tantrum. He's not a a character. Yes. I mean, if you look at Anakin, at least his motives were human and they made sense. And there was when he took out the Emperor for Luke Mm -hmm. and... There, Luke touched that thread of humanity in him. Right. And, and that was Kylo an amazing and... scene. And that humanized... But everyone was humanizing Kylo before he had any of that because of the memory of Darth Vader and that humanity. And Luke... And the flashbacks you saw of Luke trying to train him. And mm-hmm. everybody had these huge hopes for him because of Luke and Han and Leia. And you never got any of those human moments everybody just had these fond memories because oh he's he's Ben he's the next one yeah but they just created him as a series of actions and tantrums and they never created him as a person Person. yeah so you never got 
that moment is, and I never liked Darth Vader, and Darth Vader, Vader was thoroughly evil, and did not deserve redemption or get, but he had this human moment that made sense and didn't mm. change him, and it was good storytelling. Yeah, Kylo Ren and Ben Solo is bad storytelling. I don't care how much more money J.J. Abrams makes than me. It is mm. bad storytelling. I guarantee you. Mm-hmm. And it may be because Disney choke chained him. It may be because it was somebody else's vision and he would do better with his own characters. But Ben Solo drags down that movie in a way that I can do a much better movie with him out of it. And that's my rant. So what do you want to talk about? <laughs> or what do you, do you think was the most... What were the parts you enjoyed? Um, Oscar Isaacs has been wandering around complaining mm-hmm. because he did not get to kiss John Boyega because yeah. they have phenomenal chemistry. Yes, they really do. Every time they're on screen together, it's obvious that there is so much electricity, so much chemistry. And they're having great. so much fun. They're, having, they're both having so much fun. Yeah, they basically are having married couple arguments yep, through they are. They're Star bickering. Wars. Yeah, they're, fire away. they're doing what? Han and, and Leia Fred did, did. Yeah. <laughs> except for um, Poe is the princess, uh-huh. <laughs> and he does it really well. He does, yes, <laughs> and he's proud of it too. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that those parts of that movie, the parts of the those parts of the the rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. are really good. Yeah, and there should have been more of that. Yeah, there should have been more of that, and when they go to Kajimi and. You know, mm-hmm. meet the cool local people, and they introduced a lot of secondary cool girl characters, which was yes, great, or women characters, which is great, and they didn't kill them, which was even greater because mm-hmm. I was expecting. And you got to see Lando again, and that was great. Yeah, and a lot of Chewie, and a lot of the Millennial Falcon, who was the best character in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Just fast forward through the Kylo parts. Yeah. Because they're not really necessary. No, they're really not. Unless you think he's pretty and we don't. Yeah. <laughs> Although I will admit he did a good acting job. He just has bad material. But actors will do anything you tell them. Which is why you really need to be careful as a director. Mm-hmm. That's true. There was also way too much Palpatine. Oh, yeah. He just goes on and on and on and on. Because he always has. Apparently he always will. And, yeah. Yeah. Although Evil that did make sense. They could have left Ray not being they shouldn't have played it up that much, but her that being a Palpatine so much. makes sense. It does make sense. Because yes. the Dark Force Jedi's are the ones who reproduce. So that makes a lot more sense than Luke Skywalker ever getting it with a girl. Yeah. Or even Obi Wan for that matter. Yeah. It's kinda of gross to think about the Emperor getting it on uh, with someone. But yeah. in terms of in terms of what makes sense from what you know of the characters that actually kind of makes sense. It does actually kind of make sense. I mean, it's still kind of dumb, but they people were saying perhaps they should have just left Ray and not answered her backstory. But Star Wars no, is all about backstory. backstory, and yeah, they could have done it better. I mean, as mm-hmm. a choice, that was a legit choice. Yeah, it was. They just shouldn't have thrown Kylo Ren all over it. No. No. Nope, 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 nope. Because nope. Ray does not need Kylo Ren. No, Ray seriously does not need Kylo Ren, and neither do this, those three Star Wars movies. They should have had a different villain. Yeah. All right. But we will treasure the good parts, and Carrie Fisher, and Mark Hamill, and 
Jason Gordon Lee, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Isaac and and all the droids. Mm-hmm. All the droids are amazing. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go watch Rogue One, which is really good <laughs> again sometime soon. Yeah. And yeah, well, uh, let us know what you think about the Star Wars movie and who's your favorite character. And we will talk to you next week and celebrate whatever December holidays you have, even if you don't have any. And mm-hmm. stay warm, stay bright. And we'll talk to you before New Year's. Love you. Bye.